Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! Hey, Andrew, I don't know if you realize this, but this week uh, uh, we're coming up on the anniversary of Half-Life and Half-Life 2. They, oh. they came out right around the same time, uh, wow. you know, years apart. Did, did you realize that? No, I didn't know that at all. That's so cool. Okay, so I was thinking, you know, one of the things I remember most about Half-Life, I don't know if right. you're the same way, is yeah. the protagonist, Gordon Freeman. He's one of my favorites of all time. Mm. Uh, and, and it got me thinking about some of my favorite protagonists, and, and maybe we can talk about that a little bit this week. Do you do you have any, like, favorite protagonists of all, of all time in, in, in gaming that, you, that you've played out? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, my favorite one is always first name, last name, um, you know. Uh, hang on. Yeah. The... The character's name. What is the first name and the last name of the of the character? You know it clearly. It's first name, last name. Um, first name, last name has always been a great hero. What's up? No, I know you're you're telling me that you like the first name and last name of these characters, but I'm I'm just trying to get a better sense of of no. what the first name and the last name is. It's it's tough for me to kind of engage unless you actually tell me what the name of of those characters are. I this isn't getting it is getting increasingly frustrating, mm. Mikey, because I am telling you this character's name is first name, last name. They're in every sports game I've ever played. They're always incredibly good. They're there year after year. Um, they always end up kind of looking like me a little okay. bit, uh, but they're incredibly successful. Okay. I what? think I see where this is going. Okay. What's that? You're, you're cutting my grass a little bit. Okay. Oh, you're trying to take oh, my oh. number one pick away because mm. I was going to say first name, last name was always no. the superstar and all my, like they may be the star for you on the football field, yeah. but they're going on, on missions for me. <gasps> they're slaying dragons, orcs, and demons, maybe oh, all on the same day. Yeah. First wow, name, last a- name is, is, has kind of been running the gamut. I gotta say. Well, we already know our number one picks. I guess from tier two to ten, you got to listen to the rest of the episode. Oh, this week on the Retrograde Podcast, as we count down our favorite video game protagonists of all time. And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey, insert name here and words. <laughs> oh, yes, very good. Oh, Mikey, I'm so excited to be talking about protagonists. I, I am very excited, too. I just got one thing to, to to ask you, Andrew. Before we get into our, our, you know, you've seen the title of the episode, you know what it is, and, and you as my co-host mm-hmm. obviously know mm-hmm. what it is as well, the top 10 video game protagonists. Do. Uh, wait no i, I co-host is 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 a tar- it, it's not a hierarchical thing co-host is just like, no i meant i always know what the theme oh, is oh, 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 I, I thought you meant of like, course it feels I'm like you're shouting me out uh no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no no you would never do that publicly no not publicly it's behind closed doors mm-hmm. uh those doors behind closed doors which by the way <laughs> the two of us are not mm-hmm. behind together right now no and this is two different doors two different doors and it's you know it works out because uh mm-hmm. you know it was kind of the 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 anniversary of Half-Life and Half-Life 2 that got me thinking because obviously everyone knows Gordon Freeman being one of the most iconic mm-hmm. protagonists of all time in gaming Gordons oh oh yeah one of the most iconic Gordons you got Ramsey you got Gordon Ramsey you got the fisherman, the fisherman. Uh, the, from the fish stick company right yeah. you got the gin um, isn't there a gin gin yeah Gordon's gin yeah that's very hey, good Andrew you could be a Gordon with your nickname Mm. <laughs> this is this is my new fighter pilot helmet, Gordon Jin. I'm like, oh, like feels like sponsorship. Just a like just that. a brown, just a plain brown helmet. <laughs> Khaki color, no decal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, listen. If you're if you're new to this podcast, uh, first of all, thanks for listening. Secondly, typically what we do on the podcast is we take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually, it's something we had an affinity towards, one way or another. We rate and review the games as you remember them back when we played them. Then we play the games. 
play all the video over on our YouTube channel that wow. we come back and rate and review the games as they hold up in the modern day against like some modern games. But as you can tell, because Andrew and I aren't in the same room together, things are going to be right. handled a little bit differently today. And because of this Gordon conversation that we were having, yes. uh, Hayward yes, would be Gordon being Center. another one. Gordon Hayward. Uh-huh. How did I, how can I forget? Ben Gordon, ben the other Gordon. basketball player. Uh, um, yeah. And uh, 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 Gorons. We're really struggling to find out more Gordons. No, I was going to say Gorons from the Zelda franchise, but mm-hmm. with with a yeah. D in there somewhere. And there's always a D. Goro. A Goro. It's missing a D and an N. <laughs> Johnny Cage punched his D off, you know? I mean, he did if we're, if we're watching yeah. the movie. Oh, no one's denying it. He definitely punched his D off. No one's D. No one's fighting you eyeing it and those are the two <laughs> letters out of goron that make gordon yeah. oh there we go see it all comes full circle by the way best movie of all time mm-hmm. jim carrey's the number 23 i mean it's all Whoa, about conspiracy, it, conspiracy theories connections the things the government uh-huh. doesn't want you to know about um, right but what we want you to Why know are you about, bringing this up well just because i just made that weird connection between d's and n's and removing them oh from Goron to Goron. sorry yes yeah. yes um, yes um yeah. no so the uh the the reason why we're, we're 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 talking about this is because we want to talk about now our top 10 video game protagonists of all time i'm i'm very excited right. to do this andrew i think it's fitting it'll help because we're not in the same room together to, to play a video game mm-hmm. uh, uh you know also almost uh not too far removed from when you know as we talked about last week playing pokemon arceus um mm-hmm. we we that was all we did on that episode do you remember that we we just sat down yeah. and played the launch and we're, we're you know a few days removed from the launch of pokemon scarlet and violet um yeah um, huh unfortunately not recording jim carrey 23 jim carrey number 23 yeah <laughs> everything is connected time everything is a flat is circle kind of yeah, exactly. Deep inhale from a cigarette and we're ready to go. <laughs> um, so the, the uh, you know, obviously we can't talk too much about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, in spite of the fact that we were no. heavily covering Arceus, Arceus when, when it came out. And you know what I'm Good finding luck. out, Andrew? Anything yep. that ends in in consonant E-U-S, I'd never know how mm. to pronounce. Proteus, Proteus, Arceus, Arceus. Wow. Who knows? Wow. There's a real connection. You're right. There's a real gap there. Uh, and I just... I blindly stick to one confidently. The uh-huh. problem is, is that you're too honest of a human being where you're like, Arceus, Arceus, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. And I'm like, you should just powered through with one and just been like, that's it. I'm done now. Well, that's, that's what I do in my professional life is never admit nice. mistakes. Nice. Uh, always assume that what you said is correct. And that anyone who challenges that is actually up, is trying to, to get your position by any yeah. means necessary. So you need to, and I'm going to try to find a good way to say this. Um, oh, please. Put them down and keep them down and prevent them from rising to any anywhere above their station. Okay, you started with this and I was going to make a joke like it's the Donald Trump School of Leadership. And then you kept making points and I'm like, oh, that could. Oh, yeah, that's oh, this still, is the oh, Donald Trump School it. of Leadership. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. I think you're onto something. Did you read? Uh, what was that book called again? Like, Andrew, uh, don't uh, pretend like deal? you don't know the art of the deal. Art of the deal. That's what it is. I have of a copy yes. of the art of the deal signed by Colby Covington. Actually, it's it's a weird full circle thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine's signed by Chuck Norris for some reason. I don't know why. So like weird Bible to them. It's strange. Uh, yeah. Where so, do they stand? So, uh, well, we can't. Yeah. Where do we stand? It's, it's a good where question. Do they stand? Well, on on opposite sides of the city of Toronto to record this episode. Apparently, yes. we're talking about us, oh, uh, Andrew. I'm. I, the one thing I miss you as well. And one of the reasons I miss you, you is because you have done something for once in your life that I have not uh, um, in and in, in playing God of War Ragnarok. I haven't yes. started it yet. You have. And like I've you. been itching 
for a variety of reasons this week, one of which Ooh. is to find out what you think about this game. Mikey, I am so glad. I, I have a chance to talk about this and really reign supremacy, in the, supremacy on this podcast and just okay. really let it let it rip. I am and speaking of the art of the deal into and supremacy. This. You're really selling selling us on this. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that's a real thing. Supremacy in the word Trump is a very interesting connection. Um, okay. <laughs> My uh, I've played 12 hours of this game. Nice. I have I have let it rip uh, and I have to I'm here to report that I really like this game, Mikey. I really like this game. And really? And now you're going to sit here and if you're new, first of all, welcome. We love you. Mikey's already done this, but I, I also love you. And second of all, it's because the, the last God of War, which Andrew, got why did you was, Why did you wink at me when you said that? I, Mikey, I it was unrelated. I think I'm having a stroke. So is oh, it? Okay. Uh, I Yep. Yep. Not, it's your itching. I'm having a stroke. We both have medical <laughs> <laughs> issues. Um, the last God of War was not our game. You know, right. it was so well reviewed yeah. and it was, everyone loved it and it really kind of changed the franchise in a lot of ways. And, that, and that's great. But it really, it wasn't something that I like outwardly hated. I tried so many times. I just couldn't keep my interest into it. Sure. I found the voice acting and some of the storytelling to kind of be a little ridiculous. Um, and, uh, and I found some of this stuff to be incredibly repetitive, uh, when it comes to the same, you know, seven different opponents you'd face and you're like, oh, okay, well, this guy again, here we go. Um, with just different levels and I just had to get different armor. Okay. That's totally fine. I will say this game is, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I think the storytelling has gotten way better. Uh, I still think the voice acting is somewhat ridiculous at times. Uh, I think I, they're just man, stuck you with gotta, Kratos. You gotta be careful saying that because people Why? fucking are, people are on the Christopher Judge wagon. They love him. They think he's one of the best voice actors in the game right now. Is um, he the voice of Kratos? He's the voice of Kratos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't, okay. Uh, yeah, so, I guess so. so. No, I, can, can, can I actually agree with you on that? And, oh, okay, and this, good. This speaks to my. May I? May I please agree with you on this? <laughs> First of all, thank you. Second of all, you may proceed, but <sighs> with caution. And, and and may I may I say? And this mm-hmm. is me asking for permission mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you for allowing me. Okay. To wow. agree with you. Wow. This is very. This is very. They're very bold and kind gesture on behalf of uh, Mr. Ironworth. Thank you very um, much. Um, so, it's, so it's the like, reason the reason yeah. I say that though is is my big problem with God of War 2018, and we'll get into this when we talk about because I want to get some video game talk uh, off off the okay. top out out of the way. But once we start to get into our top ten video game protagonists of all time, um, I, I wanna I wanna say this at least about about God of War. One of the reasons why. I had an issue with God of War 2018 is because Kratos mm-hmm. was always one of my favorite protagonists. Okay. Oh, old, old Kratos. Ooh. So new Kratos, yep. <laughs> well, young, young Kratos, Oh, <laughs> young my Kratos, God. which is the old Kratos because I played oh. him when I was younger, but, but now the new Kratos who is older, um, you know, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think, um, it's like a young Sheldon. Speaking of stroking, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I, I, one of the problems I had is I'm like, man, his thing has always been that he's over the top and we loved him for it. And you're taking this character who is notoriously out there and ripping yeah. wings off harpies and, and yelling and screaming and so <laughs> melodramatic and really yes. trying to rein him in and make him somber and serious. Yes. I don't see through, I, I, I don't, I don't see that on its face. I see straight through it. No. To right. what, to what yeah. Kratos used to be. And I think you're the same way, right? And that's one of the problems yes. tonally I had with God of War 2018. Uh, and, and I'm curious now because you're saying you kind of think the same thing. And, and in spite of that, you're, you're enjoying Ragnarok. So explain how, how that's come to be. Well, you know what? I, I will say they filled out some of the other characters incredibly well um, okay. to, to bounce things off of. 
to bounce things off of Kratos. And I will say, I don't know if you know if Kratos is really doing the heavy lifting storytelling wise anymore. His, his lines are much more diminished to 2018. Uh, oh God. See, now you just said consonant EUS. Artie, Arteus, Arteus, his son, um, uh, Arteus, uh, Atreus, Atreus, Atreus. That's yeah, yeah, way, yeah. makes way more sense. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I was like saying, it, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Uh, Atreus, <laughs> um, He's doing a lot of the heavy lifting, doing the emoting of the person that's never getting going to get love or support from his father, even though you do see that the father, Kratos, is Which trying is to do why things. I don't understand why I wasn't cast for this role. And oh, I honestly, you would have been perfect. You Everyone been perfect. is going to say, Mikey, sure, fine, mm. we get it. Yeah. Your dad yeah. doesn't love you. But right. did you even apply? Did you even audition for this role? And I'll say, it's not up. That's not up to me. No, that's not my job. They find right. me. Yes. And they, they should tell have like a, me. They should have a filter search about who has the least respect from their father. Yes. And then, you know, Mikey Aaronworth would show up. Right. And then they would go, oh, we found our Atreus. That's it. Atreus. Easy enough. Atreus. Damn <laughs> see, it. You're, I was so pulling through it. Atre- you're doing a good job. Atreus. I don't see. Yeah. I'm just going to keep. I'm just going to. With the people that are going to be upset that I mispronounce the name, I'm going to make them constantly mad. Um, well, but that's here's just the thing. The of course, you're going to mispronounce it because Kratos never calls him Atreus. He calls him boy. boy. And that's the big joke. Yeah. Yes. I, I love it. There, there is. I, I'm not going to ruin anything because it's such a new game. So I don't want to do anything. But there are little moments that they use Kratos correct as a father, not as like this absentee bullshit father as a scary guy and that's yeah. that is the more efficient use of his fathering because that is something people can relate to of being scared of their parents like being like yeah. like oh shit i've done something wrong and yeah. i think that's just and and it does also like as <laughs> even though it's like this uh made up medieval time kind of whatever or you know uh, ancient time it it is a, a thing of parenting you're hard on your kids like that your kids are going to act out that is exactly what's going to happen because they're desperate for freedom and so that's what happens with uh artemides and 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 so it's just i i i will say the other one too is that the casting this is in the opening scene so i'm not ruining i think it's also in the trailer uh thor and odin are in this movie uh, in the movie in the game yeah and odin's actually a big character of the overarching which makes sense as the all father and it cast richard schiff uh who's in one of my favorite shows of all time the west wing and he's in a bunch of other stuff but he's just a very good actor and whereas thor is a big fat sloven you know like scary guy Richard yeah. Schiff is five foot eight and 160 pounds. And he walks in with, Hey, what's going on? He acts more like a mafia boss than anything uh, else. of just going like, Hey, you're going to do this for me. And we're not going to have any problems. Don't worry. That's really it's cool. Okay. And it's a, such a cool idea instead of this, like, Oh, you know, Shakespearean bullshit walking in with a cape and stuff like that. I think it's just such a nice touch because it is scary. And in Thor is such a nice touch instead of the Thor that we know of the last 20 years which is Chris, Chris Hemsworth is this beautiful ripped guy. It's a horrid man that just wants to kill people. And you're like, right. Oh cool. That's a good take. So I think the storytelling has just gotten way better. And it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun to play. I I'm very happy to hear that because the more I've seen about it, the more excited I have been to, to play it. And I'll, I'll say the reason I haven't played it is because okay. I am really making some good progress in Elden Ring. And I've made a promise to myself that I'm Whoa. not going to, I'm not going to play another like platform or adventure action adventure game until I finish Elden Ring. And I'm close. Like when I say I'm making oh, good progress, wow. I'm, I'm about a hundred hours in now. So I could wrap this thing up like, like in, in the next week or two. Uh, I've only wow. got 400 hours to go. So, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, um, but you but, know, it's so funny though, but you're Mikey by trying to finish this game. And not start other games. You're taking away your one true superpower, which is starting games. I'm and so now you good have at no starting powers. games. 
I'm so you have good no at powers now, games. but well, you can't what, finish them either. I have the power of being the power of mediocrity, maybe. Yeah, I think you do have that. Yeah, you're right. That Again, is one of your infinity stones. I am, I am harnessing that. I went. Mm-hmm. I remember when I I went to my mom and I was like, "Hey, mom, I I know I've seen I've seen X Men. I know I've got there are there are I know for a fact I've seen the documentary X Men and I know that there are mutant yes. mute, there are mutants right. out there." And I yeah, know there. that I have a power. My power is the power of mediocrity because no one could be this boring. I am so mediocre that I become invisible to most people. And my mom's like, no, no, you are just becoming invisible. And I said, no, it's because of my mediocrity. And then my that's, dad that's said, what it is. Uh, can you shut that thing up? And I said, <laughs> one day someone will hear about this and I will play the son of an of a hateful father. <laughs> <laughs> It is funny, though, that we are getting closer and closer to Colin Robinson from what we do in the shadows. Yes. <laughs> Me in appearance and you in uh, personality. So. Just general uh, 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 <laughs> likability. Man. So <laughs> I got another story. Speaking oh, of that. Remember last oh, week we talked about, I think it was last week or a week, uh, a week ago or so, uh, uh, where we were talking about how it's so wild to spend time podcasting everything and putting it out there. And, you know, 99% of the, of the feedback that you get is great. The growth is great, yeah. but that one yeah. comment can really fuck with you. Ooh. And yeah. over on uh, uh, my other podcast, Jackass to Jackass podcast, oh, where we yes, review yes. Uh, everything Jackass and Jackass related, I posted another, uh, another video and this one you know, did okay, was met with a comment right. from someone, uh, the mustache dude isn't funny. Just that. No, just, just that. He, 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 and, and for those of you listening, if you can't hear the sound of my voice breezing through my mustache, I do have one. And there's no one yeah, else in that video who has one. I mean, there is oh. one guy with a mask. And, and I think the proper reply to this person's comment would have been, how do you know the guy in the mask has a mustache on, uh, uh, in the video? <laughs> Shit. Now that I think about that, I should have done that. Wait, um, everyone pause. He's got to make a comment. Everyone I shut up yeah, for yeah, a second. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah um, there you go. And man, it, it fucks with you hard. It fucks oh, with it you does. hard to have an absolute stranger. Just, just go for the gut. For sure. You know, it's so funny too. Like, especially when we do these podcasts and Jackass is kind of the same way. Uh, whichever one you go download and listen, it's a great podcast. Thank you. Um, is is like we we don't do bits. You know, it's not like we're doing like a, like a script and we're like, God, I sure. hope people like this. We worked really hard on it. We're just a couple friends trying to hang out, and that's why you're hanging out with us because we're hanging out together. And so when people say they don't like you or don't think you're funny, you're like, Oh, that's not a care. I'm just being it's myself. Just, <laughs> it's just me. Oh no, it's just me. <laughs> Oh, am I a bad person? Like, oh no. <laughs> you just sit there staring out the window for the next hour and a half. Meanwhile, this stranger has not thought about you once since posting that comment. That's yeah. Totally. You are going to slim shady him and like, you're going to show up at his door and be like, I've been thinking about your comment for five years. He's like, who the hell are you? You're like, ah! well, he would <laughs> like, pull a John Draper. He would say, I don't think about you at all. I don't. Just the, my favorite. One of the best lines, man, Madman has a few lines that I repeat so often. It's crazy. Same. Um, and I haven't even seen anything past season one. Oh, I still use that, that line so all the time. And every time that... I say it and someone is like, what is that from? I'm like, it's Mad Men. And I explain it to them <laughs> as though I've seen all of it because you've explained it to me. And now mm-hmm. I can just use it as my own. That that and we always say the not great Bob. Uh, where not great Campbell's Bob. having not a, great a meltdown, having a meltdown. <laughs> and some guy walks in the office and does that casual like, hey, Pete, how you doing? And he just looks at him like red face, like not great, Bob. <laughs> and it just uh, I think about I. Oh, man, that is. Can man, I, uh, Batman. Can I ask you uh, a couple more yeah, questions about God of War? 
Um, oh, please. What what would you say? Because we've we don't need to 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 relitigate this. We understand God of War from 2018, the 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 reimagining, I guess, of the franchise yep. or the reboot of the franchise. We understand it's a good game, but it wasn't particularly our games. Exactly. And yet, you're 12 hours in. I think you said you spent about 20, 25 hours in 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 God of War 2018. Yeah. Are you feeling more positive about your initial 12 hours in Ragnarok than you were in God of War 2018? Or are you worried that 10 hours from now, it's going to have the same effect that 2018 had on you? You know, it's that's a great question. I, it's thank that you very mostly, much. I'll take my answer off the air. Bye. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Just camera goes blank. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I, uh, is no, that's a great question. Uh, to get to 2025 hours. I'll take my answer off the air. Bye. Okay. Get off the air. Uh, I I slogged to get to 2025. I right. if you don't know me, listener, after almost 300 episodes, <laughs> I am stubborn like a mule. And yeah. I will I will dig my feet in. I am horrible, horrible. And uh in so and many I, ways I, too, and we don't talk really, about that enough. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. We should do that for the holiday episodes. We're just the airing of grievances, you know, just like Seinfeld. And I think it would just <laughs> I think it would be beneficial and then the podcast would end. Um, I think I would but, probably not make it to the new year if we did that. I think I would, I would, I would, you know what I would do? I would have that conversation with you. I would go straight to TikTok. I would stare at the comment that that guy made about <laughs> me and my mustache and my lack of humor. And I would just yeah. walk into traffic. I honestly, you know, it, it would be one of those ones where like, wow, the person I've spent the most time with in the last four years thinks all these horrible things about me. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for me. You know, um, no, you know, to get to 2025 hours, it was a slog. I didn't enjoy it. This is, I am recording this podcast and it is taking up my game, uh, my, uh, my God of War time. Like uh-huh. I would be playing that game right now. I'm actively looking forward to That's it. That's great. I got through kind of a, I don't want to say boring, but I got, you know how in uh, The Sopranos, uh-huh. uh, the episodes with Tony Soprano going to Dr. Melfi and he's having a dream uh, and you're kind of looking back on it and going like, Okay, like I understand why this is important in the story, but let's get back to you know murdering people and whatever. You're like, about you know, the one I, where I, he imagines that he is—is is this when he's in a coma or no? There's a several episodes where he is in a dream, and okay. so yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so he's just dreaming for extended periods of time, and you're like, this is beautiful, and I get why it's important to the story and like what he sees in his subconscious. Sure. But you're kind of the whole time going like, let's get back to the mafia yes. stuff. Uh, th- I got through a segment of that with God of War where there was something whatever, and I was kind of like, ah, okay, okay, I know you, you're being artist, you're telling stories. All right, yeah. let's get, 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 I, I gotta murder some people. Um, and so if I powered through that and I'm still really excited to go back and play the game, then I think I've really hit the you know the sweet spot with this game, and I, I I'm really excited to finish it. I'm really, but here's the other thing too. I'm not even just excited to finish the story wise. I'm excited to go back and explore like the lands going. You know, you're doing that thing the whole time going like, oh, I can't get to that now. And you're like, oh, ah, wow, I got to come back later. And I'm excited to do that. See, that's a really good sign. You know, the the yeah. the the yeah. need to explore and live in a world as opposed to just get to the next checkpoint, because that was one of the things that I had with with God of War 2018. There was a lot to explore and I felt kind of obligated to do it in a lot of ways. Yeah. It just the side quests did not hit me the way that I wanted them to do, especially mm-hmm. coming from what I remembered God of War to be. And then the game telling you like, no, no, no you're not on this fast track to ripping out Zeus's spinal cord and strangling <laughs> with it. Uh, yeah. You got to go like take your canoe over and and free a bunch of spirits or some bullshit. Like yes. I was like, no, yes. thank you. 
Um, yeah. And again, I know They're, I'm talking yeah. shit. I'm talking shit about God of War in the same way I talk shit about Red Dead. I understand they are fantastic games, and I'm sure we'll be talking about Red Dead again later today. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, um, but they just, the things that I dislike about them, I feel like I'm warranted in, in speaking this way. And I have to kind of pull a little bit harder on the rope because everyone else is so gung-ho oh. about them. Yeah, you need to, you need to you need to zig while everyone zags. That's you know what I mean? That's just yeah. my personality, baby. You which do. Way, which way am I gonna go? Well, that depends. Which way are you gonna go? Because I'm my gonna personality. Be going, my personality is like I'm running away from an alligator. I need to zig <laughs> and zag. <laughs> my personality is like I'm running away from an alligator because I uh, I have finally succumbed to the sweet release of death. Uh, <laughs> I, I I just know it's coming. I stop zigging, I stop zagging, and I, I, I just sit down and, and think about all the things I didn't get to in my life. Wouldn't it be great, honest to God, like, I hope we all live a long time, shut up, I hope we all live a long time and get a, a nice full life and stuff like that, but wouldn't it be great that to go like, man, I, I, I think it's my time, and you give everybody such a wonderful, horrific story to, to tell for the rest of their lives. Like, <laughs> yeah. what happened to Andrew? He got eaten by an alligator. <laughs> really yeah he did the whole zig and zag. he did zig and zagging yes he did say still got him wow. i know what you're thinking i know what you're thinking why did he take that trip to the amazon no it was in his basement <laughs> he how was covered he, in how, meat yes he, yeah he wore that meat suit he bought you know he loves lady gaga right he well he bought that lady meat gaga. suit and so he and he yeah it's oh yeah amazon no toronto public zoo really public oh zoo. wow do you just remember, hop defense do you remember that game that people used to play it was similar to like a don't wake daddy type thing where you had to pull the don't teeth out of the alligator's mouth yes he yes. did it himself with he a real it, alligator yeah. <laughs> it was what is that wild. silver thing that what is the silver thing that the old school doctors wear on the top of their head i think it's, um, it's supposed to reflect uh light out light. so you can just see yeah yeah, I think it's supposed to lay out so they can like look at a specific point, right? So it's like wearing a flashlight in your head. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. This maybe is good. We should guess. We should guess. You know, <laughs> we, we should I guess. Mean, but more. look, if 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 the medical, if my if my run-ins with the medical world have taught me anything, that's all the doctors mm-hmm. are doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. what should speaking we of animals, do? a bunch what of quacks, <laughs> bunch of hey, yeah, those <laughs> ducks over there. I get ducks, it. a couple ducks. Uh, Actually, uh, that'd be a good like Zootopia type thing where. The doctors are represented by ducks. Andrew, that's, that's really see, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. And by good. the way, that's Zootopia, like, right. very underrated movie as well. Okay, Zootopia, I do not, I am not crazy about that movie. Uh, what? I know, I know, I know. And you know, it's funny, I was actually doing a little bit of work today because I was thinking about. Oh, that's um, strange. If you, if you guys, relax everybody. I was doing work for the podcast. I, I put a lot of thought into this. I don't okay. figure out how to pronounce main characters' names or anything, but I work on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, and I was thinking about the list of top 10 TV shows and movies we do at the end of the year, which sure, we always yeah. do in December and we've been doing yep. it for years and something I really look forward to. And I was thinking about the movies and I have a, I have a, I have two animated shows in my top 10 of the movies. And I was like, man, that's really good. And uh, so it's not like I don't like animation guys. I do. Stopia though. A little weird, uh, we were cop stuff in that one, but yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Treats them yeah. the way that they should be treated. <laughs> it, it raises them up on pedestals as heroes. They are. They're societal heroes. Yeah. Where do they stand? Where do they stand? They <laughs> like cops. Bunch of quacks. You know what they should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 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 I want to say two things. Okay. About this past week in American politics. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. One. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very happy. The Republicans did not do better in the midterms. Number two. Very 
very happy Donald Trump is running again. Where do they stand? <laughs> Where do they stand? Where do they stand? Um, oh my God. Well, I, I, ref- I want a third party candidate. What? I want to be. <laughs> Um, the one, the last thing I want to say about what I've been doing yeah. in terms of my gaming time lately, oh, please. uh, we had a couple weeks ago, we played a video game that I cannot pronounce, but I assume is probably Prodeus. And I said on this podcast that I would finish the game and Andrew, I am here to tell you, I have not done that yet. And <laughs> instead, um, I, I feel like, so one of my favorite moments that I've had in this podcast's history is Spy oh Hunter is when we played Spy Hunter yeah. and then yeah. we had an issue with some of the the video so I had to go record a bunch more video and in the process play more of Spy Hunter and mm-hmm. in doing that had a fucking blast I yeah you liked it I loved Spy Hunter Prodeus is kind of the opposite for me I I I, I stayed up late playing it one night it was making me weirdly nauseous I was a, I was getting a little bit bored with the the process of it. It's still really good, uh, and I can still see myself putting seven hours into it. I, I think I'm probably like three three in, but I just feel that itch has 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 gone away for once in my life, and I didn't even need to see a <laughs> quack about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I for people who were asking about uh, my my impressions of Prodeus beyond the podcast, I have played some more of it. I'm not sure if I will end up finishing it. I was pretty confident that I would, but the more I play, the less excited i am about it and i think mm. that excitement was just so um uh, uh key to my my playing of it and and sorry if you if you didn't hear our podcast from a couple weeks ago prodeus is a is is a boomer shooter reimagined in the modern day uh yeah. think doom meets duke nukem meets uh, uh something new that's all I got something new. Yep. Something new. Uh, you know, it's funny though, but isn't, I, I feel like you're getting closer to my review, which I think that was, I was a little bit colder on it than you. And I was yes. like, I don't know how longer I could do this. I feel like I'm doing the same thing. Um, and that's interesting though, because there is aspects of it that I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, yeah. but it's funny when we revisit these type of games. And I think we did this with some beat em ups and some less successful modern sure. remakes of beat em ups. Where we go like, oh, is this a reason why it went away? You know, like right. there is right. there is parts of it where you go like, oh, it is kind of repetitive and kind of very linear in a in a in an in a world where you need to kind of be dynamic. Yes. Uh, is this the reason it went away? Something interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I play it again, I'll, I'll update you guys. But uh, but that's kind of where I stand on that. And, and Andrew, yeah. I, I think uh, our, our next biggest thing we got to get to is is the theme of, of this week's episode, Ooh. which is counting down our top 10 favorite protagonists of all time. We will get into the details of that and how we're ranking each character and what kind of we're taking into account. Uh, before we get started, we'll take a quick break and then we'll see you guys on the other side in two shakes of a main character's tale. Your main characters have tails? Don't don't you? I mean yours? I mean d- doesn't your tail have a main ca- I mean doesn't your stinky tail I mean uh, fuck haven't you shaved your oh, tail today? Boy. God. Uh the oh, tail d- the uh your tail that you've you're not even sitting on it anymore because uh it's it's keep it's you're raising you put it if you had a tail oh. all I'm saying is if you had a tail you would wrap it in in like a circle and sit on it like a donut. Uh, to cure right. your hemorrhoids because carrying the tail it strains it strains it would if you had one would really strain right. that whole area and you'd probably have hemorrhoids because some people's tails are heavy and it's not it's nothing to be ashamed of some of them are heavier and and the right. whole thing okay. is like if you have one everyone's yeah. like oh having a big dick is so cool right. but all of a sudden you have a big tail Whoa. and that's an embarrassment if you had if you had one if you had one if you had a big tail yeah. and that would be an embarrassment like that's just oh, you boy, know stop 
Oh God! I know. Stop making fun of people with big tails. Like, okay, I, no, let, I, and okay. I'm an ally. I have no skin yeah, in the yeah, game. Yeah. I have no skin on my tail. I have no okay. skin in the game. Yeah, yeah, you're an ally. Uh, you, why don't you continue this off? We're just going to go take a break. We'll see you on okay. the other side. You yeah, I gotta go. Off. Continue. Continue. Okay. Hey, D pads. Want to watch this week's gameplay segment where we play a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it? All of our gameplay segments are available for free at youtube.com slash the retrograde podcast. Make sure to subscribe and maybe leave us a like and comment while you're there. And while you're here, why not drop us a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice? It only takes you a moment, but it helps us out immensely and lets us know you appreciate us as much as we appreciate you. You can still join us on our Patreon for $5 US per month at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for monthly bonus episodes such as drafts, spoiler casts, top 10 lists, and take some suggestions from the community, both gaming and non-gaming related. Plus, make sure to follow us on all our social media channels. It's at RetrogradePod on Twitter and TikTok or at the Retrograde Podcast on Instagram. We're also available on Twitter at RetrogradeMikey and at RetrogradeAndy. Finally, reach out to us with any business inquiries or questions and comments you'd like us to read on air at the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com we'll see you all on the other side the thing is it's like if i wanted to use it as a pillow i could fucking use it as a pillow i could fuck and welcome back to the retrograde uh hey uh uh were we did we break yeah we break for like a good half an hour okay because i i gotta be on i may need to see a quack later because i Mm -hmm. what is it what what does it mean when you've lost time uh I, i don't know can you explain what like you're just missing it like you don't remember it I don't think Although, the, the last half hour if, existed. Is that a weird mm, thing to say? Because you yeah, said we I, took I, a break yeah. and I all we I did. remember is you getting so aggressive about the fact that I don't even have a tail. And then all of a sudden you said, and we're back. Jesus. And and I'm like, yeah. on, on my back, there is no tail. You know what I mean? And right. then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to no, get no, into I believe it you, Everyone believes. No, no, no one wants you to. Um. No, I absolutely. If you, by the way, if you do see quacks, don't forget. You know how you make an appointment with a quack? How? Handful of breadcrumbs. Okay, so you're. No. Do you call them first or? No, 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 funds or ducks. You stupid idiot. Okay, so God, you're so stupid. You, you, you go to t- a bench by uh-huh. a lake, <laughs> by by a little pond. Excuse me. Okay. And, you ever and a pond and lake. So Fine. you don't need to make an appointment to for the for the quacks to show up you just go to a pond with bread 100 percent. it because works almost every time this is in the winter it's me, a little tougher this is reminding me a lot of how i make appointments with doctors and i know this is unrelated but that's like verbatim <laughs> what i do show up with a pocket full of bread yes. and uh you're like god i hope somebody gets rid of my tail uh okay <laughs> let's Let's talk about the theme of the episode. Let's talk about our top 10 video game protagonists. Mikey, how did you come up with your list? What was what was the criteria you followed? Well, before before I get into that, Andrew, oh, okay. um, I want to get into how we came up with the idea of this episode. And uh, oh. uh, so we have our Patreon channel, which you would have heard about over at, uh, during the break, patreon.com slash yep. great podcast. And uh, we sent out, uh, you know, it was it was a big deal when we put our gameplay segment over on YouTube for free. Uh, mm-hmm. continuously moving forward. It's now all of our gameplay segments are going to be available on, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash yep. great podcast. Um, nice. And when we made that announcement, got it. We also uh, uh, went to our patrons to see if they had any requests for types of episodes to do. And one struck me as, as so simple 
that mm-hmm. I was like, these guys must be fucking done. No, I'm kidding. That, that it was like, <laughs> how can we not do this? And it was from Greg M., uh, a longtime okay. listener to the podcast, one of the Horse Eggs crew, uh, who, uh, who recommended that we do a, uh, a top 10 playable protagonists uh, 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 episode. So shout mm-hmm. out to Greg M. Thanks for the suggestion. Thanks, Greg. Uh, and, uh, and, and we're going to get more over on, on the Patreon as well. Uh, actually, one of the reasons why we're recording separately is because uh, Andrew had a COVID scare. I did. We, I we thought were I had COVID. To go, we were supposed to go see uh, Black Panther together. You canceled yes. day of, uh, uh, but I ended up seeing it alone at noon on a Monday, which felt <laughs> fucking amazing. It felt <laughs> so awesome. good. It was the that. freest I felt in my entire life. Uh, and that episode, <laughs> uh, once Andrew has a, a has a has, has time to go out and see the movie, will be up on our Patreon as well. So just a heads up for that. Yeah. But for now, yeah, I imagine sometime this week, to be honest. But yes, yes we'll figure yes. it out. Uh, for now, we've got uh, we've got this. And uh, uh, how did I come to my list, Andrew? Yes. So my original question, I wanted to make I, you know, I take a long walk to get to the bench where the quacks are um, and mm-hmm. also answer questions. Quack, quack. The, mm-hmm. the, the thing I struggled most with, I think, was trying to find a consistent reason for protagonists to be on my list. And I was like, what okay. makes a good protagonist? Is it that they're strong or they make good decisions or 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 they they're funny? And I realized I could not have a list of 10 protagonists that all fit the same understanding of what makes a good protagonist. I had to have people on this list that were there for different reasons. Maybe because they were funny. Maybe because they were iconic. Maybe because they were challenging to my ideals. Maybe because they fit my Mm. ideals exactly. So my list is going to be a wide variety of a selection. And that's what kind of guided it. It's, it's, it's just the ones that meant the most to me for any reason, not one specific reason. What, what about you? Yeah, I think mine is pretty similar. Cool. I think it's going to be. Okay, good. Yeah. You couldn't answer that. You couldn't take four minutes to answer that question. It's it, it, except for these reasons. Oh, oh shit, Andrew. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I I'll take that in writing. Thank you. Okay. Um, is is that I, my biggest thing that I wanted to see was that the character had some kind of personality. What's personality? Okay. I need to know who they are. So I you would know, not I think, be one of your favorite protagonists. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I know okay. too much about you. Um, and I have no personality. Yeah. <laughs> How is that both true? What is that all about? <laughs> I know everything about you and yet you're so boring. Um, okay. Is it, it just in, in, a, in a large time in video game history, they were using mascots as placeholders for you, the protagonist sitting yes. at home. And so they didn't impart personality into these characters because, you know, it's like, well, if he's different than me, then I won't feel supported by this character sure. at all. And I think it's only in the last 25 years, we started to see more characters with, you know, genuine personality and, uh, and I think a huge part of it is you're right. I don't always have to agree with them. I always have to, uh, you know, disagree with them. But I have to feel something about the character and something like I get to know them in some capacity. Sure. And so that's that's the criteria I was working on. So that's that's a great point. And something that I want to. I want to say on the outset is there's only so much room on this list for oh iconic protagonists because oh boy. <laughs> it's hard to get to know a bunch of bits on a screen. Mm-hmm. beyond just enjoying the fact that they are iconic and if Absolutely. if our lists or my list at least i'll say this from the outset is lacking some of the bigger names in gaming that's why you know it's I because could, you hate italians because i <laughs> but i love mustaches you know why you know why 
You know why? It's because without <laughs> yeah. them, you can't design a mouth. No, you can't. And you need a hat because hair is tough. That's true. Um, That's true. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, do you want to start off uh, uh, with the list? We'll go from from from, uh, from 10 to 1. Do you want to start us off with your 10th uh, uh, favorite protagonist of all time? 10 to 1. Bold choice. Okay, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> let's go with number 10. Uh, number 10 is going to be Hero from Tetris. Um, everyone likes Hero. Wow. No one okay. doesn't like Hero. Every Hero shows up and people are like, oh, thank God. Hero is here. This is great. He's not a thick boy. I thought about thick boy, too. But um or chunky king or whatever his name was um but hero smash boy smash boy smash boy thank you very much smash boy the villain actually uh hero (laughs) i i really i really just i it's a number 10 spot everyone likes hero if you show people tetris you're like hey look at this guy everyone's like oh yeah i like that guy i'm like yeah Yeah. you do there you go protagonist for tetris hero hero i and i do think by the way that smash boys are the villains on most university campuses they need to be stopped at all costs <laughs> you can find them filing out of the alpha theta kappa fraternity yeah um yeah. um, um hydro ketamine yeah yes yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. um yeah. um so that's fair. so i'll say this as well as a little bit of information on my my thought process please i i struggled or? pick yeah a little bit i'm trying to think of how to say this without ruining maybe some of your picks uh because maybe okay, you didn't right. maybe you didn't think the same way and judging by your hero pick maybe you didn't i struggled picking protagonists that weren't verbal no 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 that not that at all that weren't oh, okay. um um, I'll start predicting. um if they're part of an ensemble cast, if they're okay. part of an ensemble oh, okay. cast, I had I had trouble picking them. And there's one which I will save to the end because I think you, there's a chance you'll have this person on your list and I don't okay. want to step on it. But if you bring it up, I'll say it. And if you don't, then I'll reveal who that was at, at the end. Um, Absolutely. And also, if we have similar people on the list, we'll wait till the person has the higher of the yes. picks. Uh, they show up higher and then we'll start talking about them. So, and then we'll be like, I, I know, I think that's I fucking love that guy or girl. <laughs> Or girls girl. can be protagonists. Equality. Equality. Come on. Um, Come on. So you, I, my number 10 pick. Where they stand. Um, yeah. <laughs> where they stand is going <laughs> to be, uh, uh, you know, kind of a, um, I would say maybe a less likely pick because this protagonist is not very vocal, doesn't really okay. interact much with a lot of characters because it's a very barren world. Uh, but Wander from Shadow of the Colossus is my 10th oh, pick. And the reason for that it. is because I think a strong, silent protagonist can can go. Did you drop your water? What just happened there? I dropped a pen. Sorry. Oh, you I dropped, dropped a pen. pen. I didn't know if you ever could hear you that. You looked sorry. so sly when it happened. You were like, oh, no. It's like, were you expecting me to bend over and pick it up? Is that what was happening there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I throw a bunch of pens on the ground. <laughs> Come over here and pick them all up. Um, hey, Wander, and, and this may be, a, this, this, this is definitely something which will come up on my list as well, is a protagonist okay. who does not always make the morally correct decision. And that's part of the story okay. of Shadow of the Colossus. But I love the idea of playing as a character who is incredibly flawed yet incredibly dedicated to whatever it is that they're trying to do. And that to me is wander to a T. You know, it's funny. I was looking at shadow Colossus when I was thinking about this list and I was like, Oh, I wonder if Mikey's going to put this on the list. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that's a great choice. I, you know, you, there is certain characters because of the gameplay and because of the storytelling that you impart a lot of feelings into. And even though they are not expressive in certain ways about, you know, their opinions on stuff, you do get a sense of who that person is. Sure. And I think that's like a very impressive storytelling feat and sometimes i think there's an element of a protagonist not being 
not taking up so much of the story through personality that allows you to kind of imagine parts of yourself on them. And sometimes that feels gross, especially when you find out that the protagonist is not doing things the right way. And I think Wander was was a big element to that. Yeah. Or had a big killing innocent monsters. Yeah. One hundred percent. So there you go. Number 10. Wanderer. Like Harvey okay, Weinstein, so for my- by the way, I would, I would say. Oh, boy. Innocent All right. monster. <laughs> well, it's hard to deny half of it. Um, yeah, innocent. No, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number nine. That guy's going to die in jail. Number yep. nine. Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, wow. Um, now, okay. this might be a prisoner of the moment kind of pick, uh, only because the games are so recent. But there are very few characters in which I could tell you so much about their life i could tell you so much about their life and it's so much easier to pick a character from a real world situation where you're like yeah it's easier because uh that world is my world and i i can relate to the things and i think it's so impressive what they did with aloy was that i am not a young woman coming of age in a world of dinosaur robots but (laughs) yet uh, there was so much of that story that i could tell you off the top of my head of what happened to her life and her family and why things are struggling and why she why she continues to go forward her her you know her mistakes and her successes i think it's a really impressive way that they've done that not only with the voice acting but some of the face acting is like incredible you do feel for her your heart breaks for her a lot and and i just think it's to see her succeed and then uh-huh. take a step back and then succeed and take a step back is a really rewarding way to play the game and i i just think she's she's been a great protagonist so that's my number 9 pick this is so embarrassing for you andrew you have as much egg on your face as Aloy has peach fuzz on her face. You're picking a bearded woman as a protagonist. <laughs> I think it's, you know how we did that thing where you like, you relate to somebody. I have a beard. So does Aloy. So we, we, we both. Yeah, that's yeah, true. hundred percent. And this that is, is thing such a, that people don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm just going to say this out there on it. Yeah, I know say, I just oh, made, yeah, I, no, 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 no. I'm going the opposite way. I know I just made the joke about whatever, like playing oh. that role. Uh, this is what people don't understand. Uh, about especially about the design of that character it's like if you've never been that close to a woman you wouldn't know this but they can't grow hair it's impossible and if they're beautiful they wouldn't have it so it's gross (laughs) it's just disgusting you're referencing uh i'm gonna put loosely controversy uh online controversy that people will struggle to remember even now they're like what is he talking about there was an online period where a few speaking of men speaking of female protagonists online periods what i say online periods (laughs) it's a few select men complained about uh the fact that the design uh that she had like hair kind of growing down like by her ear yes and it's like yeah instead of being like Um, hey aren't graphics amazing we can render peach fuzz (laughs) on a human protagonist they're like i wouldn't fuck that face no more first of all that face would not fuck you uh, Craig, uh, Craig, you and your 14. incel bo- I would, buddies. Uh, Touch grass, the, Craig. Take a breath. The, uh, uh, involuntary cel- involuntarily celibate uh, uh, portion of your personality. Uh, uh, don't worry. They don't want to be voluntary towards you either. So it's, it's fine. I know. I know it's not always used correctly, but the touch grass thing makes me laugh constantly. We're just <laughs> like, grass. hey, buddy, touch grass. You're like, oh, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's what everyone needs to do. So there you go. Number nine, Aloy for me. Where are you going with number nine, Mike? Um, I don't want to touch grass. I want to touch peach fuzz. I'm going with number nine, a, a protagonist that I think, uh, you know, a lot of protagonists as well in modern gaming are kind of shaped by the decisions you make, right? You uh-huh. get to you get dialogue wheels and it kind of changes the person that they are. And this is a character based on the decisions of the quests you make 
this this franchise is marked by the decisions that you make and 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 it shapes the games themselves the missions you see the perception of this character in game and i think that the way it's handled is much more mature and almost literary oh. than you'll get in a lot of other games and that's why this character i feel like has to be on this list and i'm not sure you're a fan of the franchise so i didn't think you'd be the one to put him on but Geralt of Rivia uh, from the oh. Witcher is just is is uh it, one of the cool things about Geralt is because of the nature of his character as a witcher, which is that he's, he's so deadpan and so almost dead inside that whether he's evil or good, you almost read that into the character based on the decisions you're making. Like the, the line reads are almost all the same. There's like very yeah. devoid of, of, of uh, intonation. And, and I find that that works in, in a, in a, in a series that started off as books, like it was based on a book series, it's amazing mm-hmm. that a protagonist Ugh. like that can. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm so sorry, Andrew. You would you would not like that. Oh god! Oh god! Thank God they made him into video games. Oh god! Yeah, now I can understand them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it's amazing that that uh, protagonist from that medium would lend would lend itself so perfectly to one of of video games. You know, I thought about it because I, I my my experience with The Witcher, Witcher, Witcher. Is, is pretty low. It's <laughs> hey witcher, get the hell out of here! Hey witcher, <laughs> go fuck yourself, you daft fuck cunt! You. By the way, I got gremlins in my basement. You sack of dog shit, go clean them up, please, please. Every time it's like, yeah, witcher, take a jump off a cliff, turn around. Oh, witcher, goblins, help, <laughs> witcher! I forgot I live in a world where there is goblins and you're the only person that can kill them. What the hell is that? It's like me turning to the carbon monoxide detector and being like, get out of here, you lazy bitch. Ah, you stupid. Like, like, oh, no, wait, is there carbon monoxide? I got to find out. Fucking hell. Or it's like, Uh, okay, going to the police. Right, Andrew? Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, okay. Fuck you, pig. Ah, my house got burgled. Pig. <laughs> um, pig. Uh, okay, so there's your number nine, Geralt. You know, I didn't have a ton of experience playing The Witcher, and that's that's on me. I just, I wonder, it's, to be honest, very similar to the God of War thing, where I'm just, oh, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah. And I wonder if given time, uh, and really jumping in, instead of trying to, like, skip dialogue lines, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I think You, you know, have to no live in the case. world, yeah. That's, that's, that's Yeah, key. totally. You gotta yeah. jump in with two feet, right? Okay. Uh, or two swords, my... one silver, one regular, like the Witcher himself. Interesting. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Um. Number <laughs> number eight is going to be the one, the only, the person that is now a famous celebrity in no small part due to this video game series. I know so much about this person. I actually know too too much about this person uh, in his real life, and that's because in the video game, he is the main character. He's the titular. He's the eponymous. He's Tony Hawk from Tony Hawk's Pro oh, Skater. Oh wow! Now. Why you think I just said, why you got to get to know somebody? Well, here's the thing. Tony Hawk would have been just some weird minor celebrity that would showed up on X Games every once in a while. But now he is a worldwide star yeah. that I know too much about, including that he, he he slept with his wife's best friend and now they got married. And then the craziest part about that story, the wife married the uh, ex-husband from the other friend. It's Whoa. like they swapped couples. Yeah, that's that a crazy? good story, though. Right. Is it? It's not bad. It could be worse. If you're the other couple, do you think like they united over just revenge and hate? Probably. There's probably an element to like, but listen, I've known bonds that were made over weaker things, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. I know Barry. So, yeah. 
Oh, but yeah, that's true. And was was made of weaker things. That's why he took the steroids. That's why he took all steroids. His head inflated three times the size. Uh, Tony Hawk, I just think, you know, it's not only that you get to address him and, you know, change his board and like, you know, so much about his branding and his moveset and things like that. I think Tony Hawk is like legit. I could say Tony Hawk to my mother. She'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I know who Tony Hawk is. I'm like, that's crazy. Tony Hawk's going to be my number eight for protagonists in video games. I like the idea that you say Tony Hawk to your mother and she says, Andrew, you got to stop every morning coming into my bedroom. And waking me he's up by saying dad now <laughs> he's called dad. Are you not going to sw- No, no, I don't think I can. I got to go visit dad and fake mom. I would love to call Tony Hawk dad. That'd be great. He'd probably show me some respect. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. I, I think that's, you would. That's a good creative choice. I feel like you're going to have a more Thank creative you. list than mine. I took mine way too seriously. Yeah. Um, but it gets a little more streamlined. Okay. <laughs> My, yeah. um, um, I did actually have uh, a character from the Tony Hawk franchise on my list, uh, before shaving it off. Uh, I didn't quite make it, but it was the protagonist from Tony Hawk underground, which is oh. you. And it was the first protagonist that you could ever play as where you could take your own picture and map it oh, onto their face. And the because of face that scanning or whatever, yeah, it was like the coolest fucking thing in the world. I loved it. Um, um, uh, but that's, uh, uh, I, it didn't end up making it. I thought that was a bit of a long walk to, to take the top 10 list. Cause I fucking struggled to keep this down to 10. My number also eight, in thug, you could walk. So yeah, yeah, you could, you, it was in a long, a long walk. walk, a long walk, yeah. the worst walking physics of any game ever, but you could do it. <laughs> brutal but you could do it yeah um just to say you could do it my number eight is uh is a character who i don't think would come close to this list for me personally if it weren't for the last game in the franchise uh you know hopefully we get another one it doesn't look like we will this development company has a lot of protagonists that a lot of people love but weirdly this is one of my favorites not quite my favorite another one may show up on this list later but a redemption arc in the third game in the series that i absolutely love that changed the tone entirely of this character uh and and saw this character go uh from a drug addict and alcoholic to uh, so- sobriety in a way that was narratively resonant with with the gameplay itself it's max Payne. cool i fucking love yeah. max Payne. number eight max Payne, particular from max Payne three i think was was just such a treat to to kind of live as yeah, and we went back and played that recently and had a great time with it. Yeah, it's a fucking fantastic game. It's good. It's it's I it's, like it, but, it's hard, but it's good. Yeah, I you're right. That's a good point. But I do like where your thinking is. And I swear to God, after this next one, after number seven, I will have more to commonly associate with what you're saying there. Okay. Is that like I love the redemptive arc. You know him as one person in one, and by three, he is a very different person. Yes. And yet ties together. It's not like, whoa, what the hell happened here? Like, yep. no, I get this. I get the arc here. So I love that. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. I put a lot of thought into it. That's pretty good. Okay, so for my number seven pick, I this feels obvious, but not okay. obvious because it the character is obvious. But in this in this medium, it's it's a little new. I love the betrayal of Batman in the Arkham series. Um, I considered I, this. How I, did, cons- I considered I, this. Yeah. I just you know what. When you get to spend this much time with somebody in a video game, as opposed to a two-hour movie or a series of shorter comic books, um, this this is the real portrayal of whether this is getting to know the person and yes. hearing them talk and hearing what they want, what they think about things, and hearing them interact with any different characters. I love this portrayal of Batman. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, and I just think it's I just think it's a really delightful way of getting inside the mind of a true psychopath, but nonetheless a protagonist of these stories. Yeah, everyone says the Joker's the psychopath, but if you really look mm. down deep, they're not that different. 
No, it's almost like they need each other. It's almost like they need each other. I think um, we're the first people to say this. That's interesting. I, I know I, I know I'm the first person to say it, and I actually thought about it before it even came out of your mouth. Wow, that yeah. is something. Okay, wow. Hey, everyone, laud Mikey. Here we go. Celebrations to Mikey. Flowers to Mikey. Thank you very much. All right, where are you going with number seven? Uh, I'm going, and before before I go to number seven, I just wanted to say oh. quickly um, um, that you said, you know, it's, it's the most amount of time you spend with Batman and also the only time you spend as Batman, and I think that makes a big difference as well. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with number seven, a similar, a similar idea, but flipped on its head to my number eight mm. pick in Max Payne, a character who I didn't need as much to go through the changes that they went through. I mentioned this earlier. We talked about it earlier. It's Kratos from the God of War franchise. But oh, the okay. Old Kratos, the old, the old Kratos in terms of when we played him. The oh young oh Kratos, boy. young Kratos. Oh, but oh yeah, young, yeah, young and aged Kratos. Yes. Uh, and the reason for that is because I, I think he, as a game character in the God of War franchise, epitomized what, Andrew, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> Did someone just walk by? Is is there someone in your place? No. Okay. You I saw, saw someone, someone behind I me? saw someone in the reflection of your window. That's another person's apartment back No, there. no, the left side of the window. <laughs> no, no, no. My my left. So so the Your far left. side, closer to the curtain. Yeah. The, this this one. No, other one. That one. Yeah, I saw someone in the reflection. I was like, oh, your partner's home, but maybe not. You know what? <laughs> Unless I'm going crazy, go back and watch that on YouTube because I swear I just saw someone, someone walk by in the reflection. That's bad. Oh, that's exciting. Cool, um, I got something new to worry about. <laughs> but Kratos, Kratos, um, epitomized that. Yeah, like, let's just go back and talk about the top ten protagonists of all time in video games. Well, I'm either either getting burgled, pigs. Heads up, I'm getting I'm getting burgled, <laughs> or I'm haunted, or both. You're getting burgled by a ghost. Wouldn't that be the worst thing of all time? Ghosts <laughs> now have like <laughs> have purpose. They're like, hey, I'm back and I'm pissed off. No, you know, be, you know what would be good about them is they take your stuff and then they try to float through your wall. But the stuff wow, stays. It hits because the door. It, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's um, good. It's like one tries to eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just goes straight through the floor. Um, um, uh, yo, but but I think epitomizes Kratos did uh, that era of gaming and i know it hasn't aged perfectly as andrew looks behind him again i, I know i'm nervous <laughs> i know it hasn't aged perfectly but it was uh uh i think i think it's it's important to understand that it was iconic for the time to have this angry brooding guy who just ripped people and things yep. apart and i liked that yep. it, got, it was it was my angst and my frustration and and i felt like i was able to take it out on on other people but in a more healthy way okay Great. Well, there you go. Kratos, Kratos not showing up on my list. So I'm glad okay. we're talking oh, wow. about him here. Okay. Cool. I just, it's just, I know, uh, yeah, people love the voice, I guess, but whatever. It's, it's really hard to impart into uh, a God and stuff that, that I just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get my head around, but I, I totally understand that. And it's a game I really like right now. So who am I to say anything? All right. Mm -hmm. With my number six, I'm going to, uh, number six is the ghost that's living in my apartment. Um, <laughs> I, I want to, it's number six to number one. So I hope Jin you respect Sakai? it. <laughs> The ghost. I hope, I hope it. Uh, no, no, Patrick Swayze. Uh, I hope uh, okay. to uh, please it so it does not try and kill me uh, in my sleep, most mm -hmm. likely. Okay, my number so six. The is, opposite, uh, Dan Aykroyd. You yeah, I hope ghost. it doesn't fillet me in my dreams. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a weird part of the, the Ghostbusters, like a nice, fun family 
comedy about the 80s. It's like a ghost gave Dan Aykroyd a blowjob in that movie. But all yeah. right. I mean, that was the one thing, speaking of family movies, that Zootopia was missing was a good dick sucking. <laughs> and what kind interspecies of, uh, what, dick sucking. What kind of uh, what kind of animal would be? Uh, well, see, I was dicks. imagining I was imagining that uh, that it would be the, the main character who was a fox and the right. animal whose dick it would suck is is a, a, a duck, because I think it would be funny to see him have to twist himself into the fox's mouth. Yep. Got him. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of fish for some reason, but that's just oh, me. Okay. Yeah. My number six pick is going to be Nathan Drake. Um, uh, I have Nathan Drake on my list. Well, then um, I will save it till oh, we wait, get to no, yours. No, I don't. He didn't oh. make it. He didn't make it. I Yeah, yeah, he didn't make wow. it, which was a, a really tough cut for me to make. I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, number six, I just, it, it feels like the great um, crossover from uh, a character you would have had in the 80s and 90s in movies into video games. They're quippy. They're yes. fun. They do action. They're sexy they're romantic they you know they do all these things and 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 i you want to be that guy i totally get this i get, get this idea and you know for some reason especially in the later games i didn't tire nathan drake even though i should yeah it's kind of like spider-man where you're like oh my god shut up after a while you're like no i kind of like him the whole time and even though he is a you know genocidal maniac and mm-hmm. uh you know as he's a terrorist it, for sure international terrorist war crimes yeah. he would be in the hague yeah. but uh, I, you know what, especially in the later games too, they do the backstory with the family and stuff. And you really do feel for the guy, like the wife and, you know, Sully and all that kind of thing. I just, I really do think it's a really impressive uh, story. And I think Nathan Drake is an absolute protagonist to a T. So I had to have him on the top 10. I love that. I, I, I'm glad you did because it would have been really weird to not have him on this list. Uh, mm-hmm. but again, I just really struggled to, to, to free up enough space on this. Uh, 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 so I had to cut a couple people. My number six is kind of similar in the sense that I think Nathan Drake is, is great because he's fun and Uncharted is mm. fun. And I think that fun in video games is something that's supremely underrated by people who, you know, rightfully so want there to be a bit more maturity in the, in, in the, fr- in the medium. But but are also in doing that, in demanding it, sometimes throwing out the baby with the bathwater. I'm uh, I'm I'm going back to a game that is incredibly fun and a protagonist who who embodies that in Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Oh, great uh, a Lombax who's very funny. I think the writers at Insomniac. Speaking of uh, of Spider Man, the most recent Spider Man Spider-Man game, yeah. the writers just know what they're doing. They they and, and just as the developers know how to create fun in gameplay, the writers know how to embody that fun in the spirit yeah. of the game in the dialogue itself. So I'm going with Ratchet. I've known him personally uh, for since since game one, and I played every game in the franchise, including wow. some of the stinkers. And uh, and and I love that. Little I love stinkers. that dude. Yeah, <laughs> those little um, stinkers. Yeah, I, I I can't really blame you. That's a that's a good that's a good choice, just because you get to know Ratchet. You know what I mean? And like you right. do feel like you know him, and you're you're along on the journey too. So I think that's a totally great one. So that's your number six, eh? Yes, I'm going to make a prediction, Andrew, that this pick is going to be the same as my number five. And it might Whoa. not be, but I'm just, wow. just based on where they are and how much room you have to leave, I'm going to guess that this is going to be the same. Who is it? Number five. I bet you, so here's my bet. I bet you three of our last five are the same. I don't know what order, but I bet you three of the last five are the same. Yeah, we're probably going to be pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, oh, never mind. No, I actually don't. I take it down. Now <laughs> It's probably two oh, or shit. less. Um, right. Okay. Number five is going to be Ellie from Last of Us 2 um oh no no not mine okay well you know I'm, I'm interested to see what you thought it was so i can't wait to hear yours uh i i wanted to choose i just heads up this spoiler joel's not on my list uh i wanted to choose between the two of them um what? 
Yeah. Oh I wanted God. to choose between okay. the two of them. Wow. Okay. I had to choose between the two of them. I couldn't have two protagonists and I made also some decisions on other ones as well, which I will get to later. Um, okay. I think Ellie, this is this, this series of last of us, or as I call it, Lou, um, is <laughs> tough. I because call it the, Ray for Austin or skip to my skip to my Lou. Yeah. hundred percent, which often when I was like, Oh, I get to play uh, Lou. I skip back to the, the console and I'm like, Hey, <laughs> that's exciting. It, it strains the word protagonist in a lot of ways. And it really is, yes. is incredibly illuminating into the idea of what is a protagonist in a story. And just because they're the main character, are they the protagonist? Well, who knows? You know, in that you, it gives, especially in last of us Two. spoiler alert, you get the perspective from Abby to see that Ellie might not be a protagonist at all. She's a survivalist and she will do what she needs to stay alive. But is she a good person along the way? I don't know. And it's the same thing. Well, of does, seeing. Does a, does a protagonist have to be good? Cause I, no. I don't think that they do. I, you know, but, I, I think a flawed protagonist is still a protagonist. Like, like they don't have to be good people necessarily. Right. But the, the line between them and an antagonist is very thin. It's much like the Joker and right. Batman, Mikey. I don't know if you know this, but, and, uh, they're the so similar. They're so similar. Just like who's Abby bro, and Ellie, man. I know. Who knows? And so, and that's, but that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. Who is yeah. the protagonist? Who is the antagonist of that story? Well, that's up to your own interpretation. Or maybe the beauty of it is neither are. Um, so I, I would say that, and I think this story of Ellie between the two games of her growth and, and the life that she has constructed for herself or the, or the way that the world has placed a life upon her, I think to be is super compelling. Where Joel, the first one is very interesting, don't get me wrong, but I think Ellie had the bigger argument to being the protagonist of this franchise. And so that is why I went with Ellie, who I feel like I know a lot more for, know, know a lot more about, excuse me, and feel a lot for yeah, that's interesting. I think that Ellie gets her strength as a literary character mm. often from, at least in, in Last of Us Part Two. a lot of that strength that you're talking about comes from a Abby because yeah. of the perspective shift. Right. And I, whereas I think mm. Joel, mm. who is on my list, I'm not going to say where, okay. uh, but Joel gets uh, uh, a lot of that just from himself. And, and okay. there are things about Joel that do something that I hadn't really experienced in games before. And I'll, I'll talk about more of that when I get on. But but it, he, he is not my next pick. My next Ooh. pick instead is a character who I had to start selecting characters who were very iconic and and meant a lot to me, but who I feel were a bit surface level. And okay. that's this character in my mind. I've spent so much time with this character. I love the wackiness. I love the weirdness. I love the, I'm glad that this character brought by a director in games who I love so, so much is here, but I'm, I'm upset that they're not higher. It's solid snake as my number five. Well, that will be coming up later for me. So we can save that conversation okay. when we get to it. Um, okay. Oh, wow. Interesting. All right. Number five for you. Number five, I know, oh, wow. I know. Okay, I, I wanted it. I wanted it higher, and I'll I'll explain more when we get into it. Can't wait to hear it. All right, number four for me is going to be Trevor Phillips from GTA Five. Um, wow, wow, wow. What? I don't love it. I I know everyone loves the Trevor. My pick. fucking list. I, just, I don't care what you think. <laughs> I just think you're wrong. But continue. Oh wow, Trevor is one of the more challenging and most modern characters what we had in video games uh, in up until this point. He is both challenging because of opinions that you do disagree with, no matter who you are, that he's going to say something where you're yeah. like, oh, God, yikes. But at the same time, shows more humanity than, than I don't know, a lot of video game characters up until that point. He is human. He is flawed and he has challenges. And to see his growth, both introspectively and out into the world, is remarkable. And every time you cut to him, he was doing something 
zany and wacky and stuff like that. But you know what? You know who that guy is. Everyone yeah. has got a Trevor Phillips in their life in some capacity. Yes. And seeing him on screen and seeing a portrayal like this is so challenging for a video game to tell a story that has like depth to it. That has like, it's not just superficial where it's like, he's this guy. He's kind of wacky. Like, no, he's sure. kind of wacky because he's a damaged human being yeah. that is challenged, like that is going through stuff. I find that to be a remarkable portrayal of a video game character. And so that's why as a protagonist, I think he's got to be number four. I think I think he's incredibly interesting. I think similar to how, you know, your argument about the world around Ellie really helping Ellie as a protagonist. Uh, mm. It's the opposite for Trevor for me. Everything in GTA 5 is so dialed up to 11 that I find it hard to care or even enjoy the presence of any of the protagonists of that game. Um, oh, wow. And and I know that he does something that's different and I know that he does something that's mm -hmm. challenging. But in the context of GTA, where there's still homophobic jokes and there's still uh, some very questionable content in there, they don't they don't deal with a lot of those topics very uh, uh, soft, softly they, or deftly. It's very heavy handed and you don't know where they stand, but in a bad way. Um, uh, mm. Unlike us, unlike us, when you unlike try us. to introduce meaning to one of the characters it's it's really hard to get a sense of of auteurship there because it's like what about everything else that's going on in this world and then the dissonance well, so you know between, what's funny what, what's funny? I, I disagree with that because i think the world the environment around it is so dialed up and it allows a character to be to be subtle in that way or to be introspective in that way because he's engaging with the environment around him and right. i don't think you know rockstar yeah i don't think has ever held a punch that they wanted to take but yeah. at the same time is whether we like it or not, the world that Rockstar has created with GTA is more reflective of the world that we live in today than we would all be happy about. That's and true. Between yeah. the radio, the radio station, and the talk, and the talking, like the way that people talk to each other, the superficial attitude that I think is mostly at the heart of this game, especially being in LA. I think having a character like that that engages with that world that is so wrong is actually really interesting. I'm not yeah. supporting, you know, some cheap jokes they make or anything like that. I think it's just more. It shows real deafness like real depth to, to actually create a character that has to engage with that world instead of just a, a guy that you know a silent character that just ex it sounds like he accepts it because he doesn't yeah. refute anything which is the opposite of trevor no it's a, it's a very fine line and i think it's just one that i fall on one side of and you fall on the other i huh. I, I don't I, I i don't as vehemently disagree with your choice as i initially said uh but i know a lot of people <laughs> love a lot of people love Trevor and I've always kind of been like a little bit confused by it, but you make, you make some solid points. I don't, I don't completely disagree. Um, yeah, Trevor, it's the guy that plays Trevor and is the face is now like an actor. He's like in so many things now because of it. And I, like, every time I see him, I'm always like, holy shit, that's Trevor Phillips. Like, it's not even, <laughs> like he can't hide it. He looks like, it and he sounds like it, you know, but he yeah. has the cut here tattoo on his neck too. Um, yeah. yeah. So my number four uh, uh, to match yeah. yours is one that I'm just going to say it because I know it's high up on your list as is uh, and then we'll get into it is is Arthur Morgan. Uh, so we'll we'll get to that when we get Whoa! to it. That's number four for you. I'm yeah. surprised he's on the list. Uh, really? No, Arthur Morgan is a yeah. phenomenal protagonist. Phenomenal protagonist. Oh, wow. OK, yeah, well, he, we're definitely going to get to him later. We are going to get to him later, so I'm I'm not going to okay. say much more about him there. Uh, yeah, I didn't think you had. Okay, huh? Okay, so number three for me is going to be, you know, I. It's funny we're talking about this. We should we didn't I, we should have let off the episode with this because there's big news. Um, we have a new world champion in the world of Pokemon, and that oh, person is Ash Ketchum. 
And I just think it's really important that we honor, you know, achievement is big. You know, like this is, he has been striving his whole life to get to this mantle that I didn't know exist previously. And uh, <laughs> Ash has it, and he's going to be my number three protagonist in video games. I, I think there was very few characters that I've spent as much time with than Ash Ketchum and his relationship with his Pokemon and his struggles and his battle as he went to achieve and beat the games routinely, which I did. And I just think it, it would be an absolute mitzvah for me, for me to miss Ash on my list. So he's number three for me. So we should clarify that you're using Ash Ketchum as a placeholder for the Pokemon protagonist. We know that Pokemon Ash trainer, is not, yes. yeah, that Ash, that, that is not Ash, but he's best known as Ash because, you know, before you, you shake your fists at us, Ash was based off of the Pokemon trainer. So I agree. Yes. I yes. love that as a character that, that you, holy shit, for, for the, the, the number of bits on a screen that made up that character, I imagined yep. so much about that. It, it, my, myself being on it, uh, 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 the amount of time that I spent hunting through tall grass, just so uh-huh. much character and love was imbued in that small sprite that I, uh, I, 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 I love that pick. Yeah, to be honest, I use the word Ash Ketchum just because I wanted to talk about this ridiculous story uh, yes. <laughs> that he is now the world champion. Uh, Still I still don't it's, understand it's what because, the fuck like, that means and, and how it happened. Don't understand at all. But like when I got like an ESPN notification going yeah. like Ash Ketchum is a Pokemon. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? What the hell? That's like them going like in the next Creed movie, like Creed wins. And you're like, what? Why do what? Uh, why do I need to do this? There was a moment where I was like, like I, I logically knew this wasn't true, but there was a moment where I was like, yeah. is Pokemon fighting real like why is espn covering this it makes no sense yeah why do they care yeah Yeah. uh very odd but nonetheless yes pokemon trainer number three trainer okay um i uh i i'm gonna go with one who i don't think is gonna be on your list and i may get flack for this character being on my list because of how malleable they are but i think that the game does a good enough job of setting up who your character is that you create you can take the stock character which most people know by a single name or you can go by your own character which is still kind of called by this person's name so regardless the version of this protagonist you create has a big dashing of your own influence in them and it i think affected me as a game that you have input in maybe more than any other video game i've played and the fact that you make it look like yourself absolutely did help string that along so i may be cheating by doing this but it's commander shepherd from the mass effect trilogy oh, yeah, yeah. um I just, you know, a lot of people play as the stock characters. I know Fem Shep is is one of the the, the more popular protagonists. Uh, the voice actor, obviously, uh, uh, given a lot of commendation. But I just felt like I related to this character so much, the relationships that they built so much, because it was real. And that has to do with the writing of the character and of the game and of all their interactions. You really felt like you came away from Mass Effect uh with 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 real relationships and i've never really yeah. felt that too much in many other games yeah didn't didn't you say that uh you got emotional when you said goodbye to the alien monster 100 like friend well i think about that all the yes. time yeah garris i did <laughs> i still and i still to this day i was like fuck because in my mind sure you're saying goodbye in the game and you understand the mm-hmm. implications that you may never see this character again in game but also i don't plan on replaying these games i like my first experience of them to exist as they were so i knew i was saying goodbye to that character forever in my life i would never interact with that character again and that hurt yeah i well hey that's it, it, it hurt me too when you're like garris is my best friend like, well, that's uh <laughs> i if only i could have started a podcast with hmm. garris yeah but you couldn't you had to say goodbye i had to really say goodbye it. yeah <laughs> 
Well, there you go. Okay, my number two, my number two and my number one have both in, uh, spoken about, so now we get to talk about them together. Okay. Number two is going to be Big Boss. Big Boss himself, Solid Snake, Metal Gear Snake, Venomous Snake, Liquid Snake, all the snakes. Um, Yeah, you know what? This one's a tough one for me because I love, <laughs> I simultaneously love the character yeah. and love the games, and I've had a lot of time playing them. I also think they're wildly ridiculous, yes. and I think the voice acting is incredibly slanted and kind of silly sometimes. But Ooh, at the what same are you time talking is, about? Metal yeah. Gear, Big Boss, Big Boss, <laughs> um, Snake, Snake, um, <laughs> is, uh, but you get to know this character, and you know what? For one way or another, whether you think it's silly or not, they've stuck to this character. They've developed him, and he's he's gone through God decades and decades and decades of stories of knowing who this person is and what got them there. I I think it's it's really a compelling story, which should be so ridiculous. And the fact that I keep going back and playing it or thinking about it, you know, says a lot about. Uh, the character itself. And I just think it is truly one of the best protagonists in video game history. I do agree with that for sure. And it's, it's, it feels weird to me that it's so, I guess, low on the list because, yeah. you know, Metal Gear is, is one of my favorite games of all time. And I've played so much of that franchise and I love Hideo Kojima. I wanted Sam Porter mm. Bridges on my list, but he's not there. So I'm glad that Kojima got, got a little bit of, he's not, he's not no, no, Sam Porter Bridges isn't there. It's, uh, I thought he was going to, I, I, I really tried to make him work, but there's just too many other characters that I need to fit. But I agree with you, man. Okay. Solid Snake. I love the absurdity of it. You know, I, I want people like Kojima to make games that make you scratch your head. And just are cool mm. because they exist and they're not asking you to understand them too much. I want big swings. I want weirdness. I want wildness. And that is so embodied in Solid Snake uh, uh, and, and in Big Boss. And, and I'm, 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 I'm happy he's, he's high on your list too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just, yeah, Metal Gear Solid's up there with just one of the most important video games of all time. And, and you know, that, that is absolutely embodied by that character. And you're right. It's like, it, it runs the gamut of all the emotions, but never does it take itself not seriously yeah. like it will make jokes and stuff like that but the character is consistent and that's like a really impressive thing i totally agree i think and i think i think that's that's a a uh staple of kojima you know there's a, a bunch of mm. winks and nods to the camera but like god damn it this is a serious story and don't forget it because he will remind you of yeah, it and i love that i love that no um, no, you know, the story yeah, of, of the game for my uh, number two protagonist is uh, uh, a little bit silly sometimes. I think they try to get a little heavy handed with it. This is one that fits on my list in spite of the fact that a couple other comparable characters and protagonists aren't on the list. This is the one hmm. from that stable of, of character types that I, I chose because it's it's an adventure uh, uh, it's, it's a quest and this character I've seen take several different forms on several different journeys. I've changed a lot as, as a human playing these games. And I feel like for each of my oh, wow. changes, you know, in personality over the years and years and years that I've been playing this, this, this protagonist, there's yep. always been a, an attempt to kind of match that energy or change in order to reflect change in this protagonist too. Uh, uh, during that time, and it's Link from The Legend of Zelda. I, I just, I've been on so many journeys with this character. I think my favorite is probably Wind Waker Link, but I, you know, thinking back to the the darker versions or, you know, Ocarina of Time, some of the more humanoid versions, Breath of the Wild, where it's, mm -hmm. it's airy, but there's still some substance there. I just have spent so much time with this character, and and it's, you know, he's silent, so you're allowed to kind of put yourself into them as well uh, and name them poopy butts or whatever you yep. want instead of Link yep. if you, you want can. to do that. That yep. makes the dialogue great. Um, Link, 
number two on my list. Yeah, hard to argue. One of the most famous video game characters of all time. And so like that, yeah. absolutely. And you know, just the longevity of it too. You know, it's uh, a princess. Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, <laughs> number two for Link. Okay, my number one, already been brought up. Um, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. You know, it's so mm-hmm. funny. I was thinking about Arthur and kind of going like, man, am I really going to put him number one? And thinking yeah. that I was just kind of rewarding the more recent games. But Red Dead Redemption no. 2 is almost five years old. And um, which is kind of crazy to think about. And it really, it is definitely been rewarded because of new technology and because of the way that we uh, treat video games now. That the story of this man who is a bad man, who is a, a gangster, who is an outlaw, and is not satisfied with that outcome of his life uh, mm-hmm. is, is so remarkable. The nuance that they show to that no, no one is singularly minded. That it's not just like, yeah, I'm just going to get money and kill people. Like, which would be sure. most villains in every video game, right? Yep. And to show that they, to show that he is not satisfied with his life and he is seeking his own kind of redemption as he, as his life will end. I think it's just, it is not only beautifully voice acted, it's the interactions between the characters around you and the satisfaction and the, the arc of his life coming to the end. I love the idea that, you know, it's stuck with me forever. I think about, I think about this game all the time. And I think about Arthur all the time in the way that you were supposed to die in video games. Death is an yes. absolutely accepted outcome in a video game. And it is absolutely part of the necessity uh, of doing it. But dying is usually of your own actions. And because of inaction or mistakes or whatever, death is, is never. Yeah. And temporary because you, re, you, you come back death, like a disease, like uh-huh. Arthur dies of is so heartbreaking because it breaks the fourth wall of what a video game is and brings it into the real world of saying that, you too will die just like Arthur uh-huh. will. And you, you have one life to live and you got to make sure that you're doing the best with it. It has stayed with me for a long time. And I, I really just, I, I think Arthur Morgan, like without a doubt is going to be the most important protagonist and number one protagonist uh, on my top 10 list. I, I, I love it. I, I think it does things that games didn't do before. I mean, dealing, dealing with something like this, you know, we've dealt with sickness and illness, sure. but for such a big character, for for the person who so clearly held together the 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 the, the group, yeah, quote unquote Dutch's group. It's like, is Dutch's it Dutch's game. group? Everyone's yeah. going to to Arthur for this, and I think there are parts of us as well that always want to imagine that we are the Arthur Morgan. We've all been led by other people, bossed around by other people, yeah. but we want to feel that our part in the group is integral. And Arthur Morgan has that. He's respected. He's he's liked. He's he he's disliked. Yes. Uh, we all have these types of relationships and the inevitability of, like you said, a sickness as opposed to going out in a blaze of glory, yeah. a la John Marston from Red Dead Redemption uh, one. It is just such a stark change to what you would expect from a game like this. And yeah. uh, and and I, I agree. Totally stuck with me. You know, you were surprised Arthur was on my list because of yeah. all the stuff that I say about about Red Dead. <laughs> but the, the one thing about about Red Dead that I, I cannot deny and I, I say willingly is the the story is phenomenal is yeah. one of the better stories I've ever played in games. And at the heart of that is Arthur Morgan. So I'm, I'm happy he's on the list too. Oh, there we go. I'm glad, I'm glad we, I'm glad we saw that. Yeah. I, I just, I, it is, it is the kind of game you could show people and they're like, Oh, video games do this. eh? And you're like, yeah. And I just also want to say John Marsden's incredible. Um, he, he, one of the better video games of all time. I just made the decision in my head of going like, I'm just going to choose one, a franchise and go with yeah. it. Yeah. As a placeholder, almost. Yeah, yeah, for both. yeah. Like John Marston would have been on the list if there wasn't that stupid rule I placed in there. He'd be pretty high, too. So 
Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I just wanted to say that. Where, where are you going with your number one, Mikey? Number one, look, I said he was on the list. You didn't know where he was going to show up. Uh, in a game that I think hasn't even aged as, as well as I would have hoped, I think there's a lot of narrative dissonance in it. And for a game with narrative dissonance, I think sometimes it's hard to have a strong protagonist, mm. you know, although you get the Nathan Drakes. But in this one, it's Joel from The Last of Us. Oh, wow. Um, um, Joel is my number one protagonist on this list. And here's why. Okay. I, I understand the Ellie pick. And I think similar to your Marston uh, and uh, and Morgan uh, yep. uh, dilemma, uh, I probably would have had both of them on if there were space. But sure. to me, Joel embodies more of The Last of Us in terms of like a singular narrative structure than than Ellie does. And not to pit them against each other. That's not what I want to do here. Right. But I will say that the moments in The Last of Us 1 where there's this seemingly helpless young girl that you have to take care of and she's just looking for a father figure right and you as the father figure or joel is the father figure is just is so it's so close that all he has to do to help this person is say the right thing or do the right thing not even put that much of an effort but he can't and i think the block is because he lost his own daughter and he doesn't want a new daughter and yeah. that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about The Last of Us is like, why isn't he just, you got a new daughter figure? What? No, that doesn't, that's not how daughters work. He's no. struggling to take this person in in his life. And because of that, the number of moments you have where he does something and you're like, no, that's not, that's not yeah. what I want to do. I right. want to choose what I want to do at this era of gaming, like Mass Effect, like The Witcher, where you're used to shaping the protagonist, it yep. forcing you to be uncomfortable with the choices of the character that you're spending this time playing and embodying. It was brilliant. It did something oh, to yeah. me that no other game has. And and I remember that, you know, as much as I love the silliness of a solid snake or the 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 placeholder element of a of a link, or even the fact that I could shape out of clay shepherd, nothing has affected me as much as Joel from The Last of Us Part Two. I I honestly, yeah, really, really good pick. Um the the march down the hallway in a hospital, I, I <laughs> will always remember that. That'll be a very seminal moment in in, in video gaming history for me. And I yeah. Joel, you know, and I think whether you, what, I don't know if you believe that they did the right thing in Last of Us 2 or not to the shock value to create uh, no more ties to the, like a harbor kind of thing of safe, sure. of safety. Uh, it is effective and it's only effective because Joel is such a great character. Um, 100%. You know, and I will say too, I think the other one too is like, that's, you know, not, not how daughters work, which is a great t-shirt we should make um, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is, is that he lost he lost his daughter he's gonna be forsaken he's gonna be pained his whole life because of this and now somebody's like i also want to be your daughter and you're like i'm not doing that because then you're gonna die and then i feel twice yeah. of this and yeah. i can't do this you know what i mean and uh and i think it's so much more too than even a father-daughter relationship it's like this weird like uh you know mentee kind of mentor and mentee situation sure. like yep. uh like old japanese stories about like the you know the old samurai and stuff like that so yes. I, I really it's it's such a good story i really it's games like this that make me so encouraged for the history of video games or excuse me, the future of video games and my continued experience with it. We're now the generation where you're not going to be like your dad, where it's like, and I stopped playing pong and you're like, Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, I want to hear these stories. I want to see these stories. And Joel is a great example of that. So great. Number one pick. 
Yeah, I, I think I think The Last of Us is just ripe with potential protagonists as well. Oh. Uh, and and I, I'm glad that they, you know, it's almost upsetting that Abby didn't show up because I, you and I, we had, and you know what, we've had people consistently over the course of our podcast come back to us and say, hey, we just re-listened or listened to the first time to yours and my Last of Us Part 2 spoiler cast yeah. that we did on the main feed of the podcast a while back when it first came out. And uh, I loved that conversation because we came into it, I I think, not realizing that I fundamentally sided with Abby and you yeah. fundamentally sided with Ellie. Two people, you and myself, who are of sound mind and body and have <laughs> our own like have our have like reasonable opinions on art and often they they follow the same trajectory. Sure. But but we just ended up on opposite sides. To me, it's like, man, when you can have a conversation like that. And it was it was deep and meaningful and almost agitating at times for yeah, both yeah, of yeah, us yeah. because we're like, oh, no, yeah. you don't get it, yeah. man. That is capital A art and 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 the Last of Us just 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 coming in heavy, yeah, for sure. You can have this conversation forever. It's it's no one's wrong. You know what I mean? They're they're just two sides to a story, man. Like that's just yeah. what's going to happen. Just like in the Last of Us Part Two, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So there we go. Those are our top 10 video game protagonists. Uh, Mikey, I, you know what we got to, Oh man, we should do that bullshit internet thing where we post our lists like in a week and then everyone can just yell at us the whole time and be like, you guys are idiots. You know what they're going to yell at us for. There's one glaring omission from both of our lists. It's a me, a Mario. It's a me, a Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Or even Sonic as well. Like, of course. Yeah. Give, give me your explanation as to why Mario is not on your list. I was going to say Sonic would have made my list before Mario. And okay, I've got a very clear reason why. Sonic has a personality. (laughs) Sonic, Uh I know something about Sonic. He will look at me and tap his foot and be like, hey, we got to go fast. I like going fast. I got to go fast that way. Mario is almost nothing. And it's something we talked about when the movie was going to come out, which is coming out now. Uh But they talked about casting a movie. I'm like, what is it about? What does Mario think about things? What does he feel about stuff? You know, I don't don't know anything about Mario. And so I kind of am confused about that and so it's hard to go like he's truly a protagonist because he's trying right. to do this and t- wait well what is he trying to do i don't even know yeah. so uh, that's no, why the, that's for me what about pers- you the personality of the mario franchise is in all of the ancillary character toad has way more personality than mario does and yeah. you read mario's intentions based on toad's dialogue essentially and and i i i just i i, I also though understand the argument that that's what makes him great that he's he's this iconic just being kind of like a fucking Mr. Magooing his way through our consciousness. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I want more. I want there to be a bit more writing. That's why I had Ratchet on the list. You know, I considered Ratchet. I considered Sonic. I considered yeah. Banjo. Because uh, yeah. Banjo I was close like a, I wanted like a mascot, mascot, mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot. But but Kirby, there's only Yoshi. one yeah. Kirby. Yeah, no, all these all these guys. Yep. And, and and the 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 problem is is I just couldn't find ways to put them on because they were they were all the same in in some way they didn't yeah. do anything different from one another the only difference was the skin and I'm like if that's the case I can't yeah. have any of them on the list. Oh, I I completely agree with you, and that's why we're kind of really absent of uh, mascots in general, just yeah. without personality. That's why I wanted to make it really clear in the beginning. I'm like I need to know something about them, you know, a little bit. And so yes, um, yeah. my my little bit is like a leaning towards that hero pick from Tetris, just because at least. There is some difference where you're like, oh, okay, cool. But like, that is the one that I'd give myself. Yeah, so, it's also a uh, fun pick. And I think yeah. Link has, there's enough brooding to him that, that, uh, that you can, you can 
read personality into it. And sure, uh, sure. that that isn't just like, all right, let's get the job done. Because I feel like <laughs> that voice could be for any. Yeah, there, there you go. There's Banjo. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, so love those. Love them as things to play as. But in terms of my favorite protagonist, not on the list. Yeah. You know what? I'd love to hear everyone's list because this could go in so many different directions. You can get really creative with it. You could be picking games that maybe we don't have a ton of experience with. And you're like, this meant a lot to me because of this. You know, we we speak very passionately about many different characters on here. Yeah. Uh, And I'd love to hear about that. You know what we should do, Mikey? We should make one of those fake lists that just say uh, the Retro Grid Podcast, one to ten. And then you fill it in yourself because I'd love to see some images of that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Let's do that. I love that. Yeah. Well, we love every single one of you. We can't wait to hear. You're our protagonist. I just want you to know. You oh, at home. Yeah. You D-pad. I am you my protagonist, yourself? though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. You're my antagonist. Um, so uh, <laughs> we love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. You're my, uh, you're my Ellie, by the way. Re- I'm your Ellie? Mm-hmm. I think we're confused wanna, about how this. Goes. I want to murder you with your own proximity bomb. <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking I'm Joel's brother, but I think I'm Joel's brother in this story. I can see it. Laid yeah. back, good guy. Yeah, plays guitar. Yeah, good. <laughs> He's not really the main character. Probably will die, but everyone go. That was a good guy. <laughs> was a good guy. Good that was guy. a good guy. I'm the guy who chases Ellie around the restaurant. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. An interspecies dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs>